Hello, all you cinephile, cinefreaks, and cinemaniacs. It's time for another episode of Cinema Smackdown Season 3, The Holy Trinity. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, is the hilarious Greg and Tyler. Fuck me. Fuck me. The three of us are obsessed with movies. We're so obsessed, we continued this podcast about it. We take two similar movies, and we pit them against each other in a fight for ultimate glory. The three of us will come through every aspect of these movies to finally answer the ultimate double feature question, which one's better? On this spine-chilling episode, we have the battle of the demonic children. It's Ave Satani versus Tubular Bells. A demonic possession versus the devil incarnate. Damien Karras versus Damien Thorne. You guessed it, it's the Exorcist versus the Omen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are. We are back. Welcome back to my house. Welcome. Not at my house. Welcome to a scary, spooky, scary, scary episode. I'm scared. I, I'm going to pee. You're going to pee? She's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Scary Movie 2, right? The She's parody? good. <laughs> I am good. How so, are you? I'm good. I'm not possessed, so that's good. You know, that's good. I also don't think I'm the devil. Yeah. So. I think you are. <gasps> Fuck you. <laughs> you. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Your the mother so sucks at smell. Oh, there it is. All right, so if you haven't figured it out yet, we're talking about The Exorcist versus The Omen. Woo! Some 70s spine-chilling thrillers. But before we get into that, Greg, can we hear a little bit about the bracket that we have going on? Yes, absolutely. So just like last season, we are taking the winner from every episode and putting them against each other in a final bracket episode where the eight winners from these eight episodes will face off for one final winner of the whole damn season. And the winner gets an honorary Oscar at the end. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, from us. I mean, the Oscars are already so tainted. Yeah, our friend Oscar, <laughs> he really needs a friend, so we're just going to give him out. Um, yeah, he's he's honorary. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, He's we not call, gold. We call him honorary Oscar. Yeah. He's actually made of copper, yeah. this one. Uh, he needs a polish. Well, before Oscar comes in here, I want to know, what are these movies about? Hey, you know, uh, I love these movies, and I can tell you a little bit about them. Okay. Please do. Uh, So I'm going to start with a synopsis from The Exorcist. When a 12-year-old girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her. Scary. Did you like that voice? Was that good? It was good. Almost as good as the possessed, uh, whatever her name is, Reagan? Yeah. You saw the movie. Her name's Reagan. Yeah, well, I was. that's why I was stalling. I was like, fill in. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is you sounded just like her. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now I'm going to do my Gregory Peck. Work. I'll I'll do my Gregory Fink. (laughs) That's your name. We're wacky. We're some wacky boys. Um, So the synopsis for The Omen. Mysterious deaths surround an American ambassador. Could the child that he is raising actually be the Antichrist? 
the devil's own son? That wow. Would be cool. And it was yeah. presented in the style of acting the movie Possessed. <laughs> yeah. Very, very 50s. Yeah. It was like a possessed Gregory Peck. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And now to hear from a possessed Gregory Fink. Oh. Because I'm going to tell you who's in these movies. Who Please. is in these movies? And who made these movies? Oh, starting good. with The Exorcist. So, The Exorcist is directed by William Friedkin. Ooh, that's already like a. Ooh, I know, Freaky name. Friedkin. Cheers right? to the Freaky. Friedkin weekend. Woo-hoo, I'm about to have <laughs> me some fun. Uh, okay. We can't, we can't quote R. Kelly. Anymore. Yeah, that's canceled. Oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Right. We'll cut that out. Yeah. I Jeremy, forgot. can you cut that out? Yeah. When we, uh... This movie, The Exorcist, is written by William Peter Blatty, who did both the book. And the screenplay. Interesting. Yeah. Pulled a JK. Wow. JK just Rowling. him. He didn't have any help. It we also don't talk about him. her. We can't talk about her either. We don't talk about JK. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a throwback to episode one from this season. Hey. Hey. This movie, The Exorcist, is starring Ellen Burstein, Max von Sydow, Jason Miller, Lee J. Cobb, Linda Blair, and Mercedes McCambridge as the voice of the possessed demon. Mercedes McCambridge. Yeah, that's ah. her voice. Beautiful voice. Yeah. So sexy. So what gorgeous. an excellent day for an exorcism. <laughs> yes. Now moving on to The Omen. It is directed by Richard Donner, who is known for The Goonies and <laughs> Superman. Whoa. As well as The Omen. Isn't that He's all over the place. He yeah. went. I think he went straight from doing The Omen to Superman. Yeah, 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 that yeah. makes sense. Big, that, that checks big out. Big jump right there. Big leap over a, a single building. Well, like you got Superman. the Antichrist and then, you know, the actual Christ figure of Superman. Wow. <gasps> this movie is written <laughs> by David Seltzer, who's famous for doing Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And creating Seltzer Water. Exactly. Right. Pellegrino, If you don't learn you. facts about movies, you'll f- learn facts about life. Even if they're made up. <laughs> Even if they don't make <laughs> real truth. The Omen is starring Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, Billy Whitelaw, Patrick Trufton, and Harvey Stevens as Little Damien. Ooh. Harvey. Harvey. He's good. I mean, not quite Linda Blair good. He's good. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> Are we going to quote Scary Movie more I, than these I actual don't know. movies? I don't know. Your mother so sucks that smell. <laughs> yeah, That's from sure. the cable version. The cable edit, yeah. Of The Exorcist. The Ohio mother. cable edit. No, oh. it's all over. It's ubiquitous. It's uh, one of the most famous it? cable edit lines of all time. I your, love that. Your mother so sucks that smell. I assumed that it was it's just True, though. I mean, no, I mean, if you were watching it on TV in Texas, you would have heard that line for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we didn't have a Which, TV. Also, why were they, <laughs> why were they putting The Exorcist on TV? It's only like right. forty minutes long, they have to, right? It's like, putting, yeah, it's like putting a um, an Eminem song on the radio. Like you have to, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just bleeped out. Yeah, what, what's the point? What's the point? You know. Very I want to know what's the point of some fun facts. <gasps> you do? Yeah. Who has the fun facts? I have some fun facts for you. Okay, so um, for The Exorcist, mm-hmm. in an interview, Jason Miller stated that he had a verbal confrontation with William Friedkin after the director fired a gun what? near his ear to get an authentic reaction from him. Is there even a gunshot in this movie? That was just... No. Separate? He just did that on set? Just he to told Freakin that he was an actor and that he didn't need a gun for him to act surprised or startled. Tell him, yeah, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. That's, like, inappropriate. Do you hear that, Jared Leto? Unprofessional director. William Freakin. Do you hear you. that, Alec Baldwin? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. Oh, I mean, Sorry. it was almost a year. 
Yeah. How's Damn, it been? time flies. Wait, yeah. what? When you're not shooting people on it's set. It's been almost a year? <laughs> I thought that was like a month ago. Let's uh, let's check that with Jeremy there. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay, so I don't know if you knew this, but the bedroom in The Exorcist was refrigerated. That's how they got the effect of it I was being wondering. Cold. So the refrigerated bedroom set was cooled with four air conditioners, and temperatures would plunge below 30 degrees, okay? It was so cold that perspiration would freeze on some of the cast and crew. And on one occasion, the air was saturated with moisture, resulting in a thin layer of snow falling on <gasps> set before the crew what? arrived for filming. It's a Christmas miracle. Oh my a God. deadly, see, demonic this Christmas not cursed miracle. At all. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, you could see their breath coming out, and I was wondering, like, how did they make yeah. it so cold? Well, I CGI if... doesn't exist yet. I right. know. I was wondering how they did it. <laughs> I don't know why. It's I don't either. I don't yeah. Know. That's pretty wild that it actually got, it was snowing inside. They created snow on accident. Yeah, they created snow. Yeah. Also, this movie came out around Christmas, so it is a kind of a Christmas movie. It's, it's a, a Christmas movie. You hear that? <laughs> Put it on your list next yeah. to The Grinch. There you go. The Grinch and The Exorcist. Yep. Two Christmas classics. May he rest. <laughs> okay, my last fun fact for The Exorcist is a doozy. Ooh. Okay. <gasps> a doozy. So there's an actual serial killer what? in The Exorcist. What? Paul Bateson. He's an x-ray technician by profession. He's one of the radiologists present during the carotid angiography scene. The like cat scan. Nailed it. The cat scan. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. So several years later, he was convicted of murdering film critic Addison Verrill. Bateson became the prime suspect in what were known as the Bag Murders, carried out from 1977 to 1978, in which six male victims were mutilated and dismembered. Their remains wrapped in black plastic bags and dumped in the Hudson River. Some of the grisly fragments washed up on the New Jersey shore, others coming to ground near the World Trade Center. These murders were inspiration for another of William Fredkin's films, Cruising, starring Al Pacino. Never heard of it. I've never heard of that either. I've cruised, but... Um, <laughs> that is insane. So this guy... Was an actual murderer. So he's immortalized. he's more successful than I am. He's immortalized yeah. on screen in The Exorcist. And he was killing people while this movie was being filmed, or... Damn. I think he had killed people before. And, and, and after. And after. Wow. wow. So they legit hired a serial killer without knowing it, hopefully. Right. Well, well, he didn't fuck with Reagan because he only fucked with boys. Yeah, right? yeah. Wow. <laughs> but that's, that's why. Dark. We'll say that's why. That he, is some I dark. think he was, hi he was hired on because he was an actual technician, and they wanted the realistic, you know, mentality of... Of an actual people performing this this procedure, right? That makes yeah. sense. With no idea that this guy was actually a serial That's insane. Killer. That just makes the movie so much creepier, right? Yeah, in a wow. scene that's that's really unsettling to begin with because they put the needle in her neck. Yeah, and that's it's a pretty rough scene to watch, right? Uh, and then the blood just spurts out. It looks real, as, for ugh. sure. For <laughs> sure, Ellen burst out. Oh. <laughs> Bada bing, uh, bada boom. Okay, I'm going to move on, and we're going to talk about The Omen, all right? All right. Harvey sure. Stevens, he played <laughs> Damien. He was largely chosen for this role from the way he attacked Richard Donner during auditions, okay? So Donner what? asked the little boys who came to audition to come at him as if they were attacking Catherine Thorne during that church wedding scene. You know. Oh, you know yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah. Where In he goes car. crazy. He was like, right. come at me, bro. 
<laughs> so Stevens screamed and clawed at Donner's face, kicked him in the groin during his act, okay? Donner whipped the kid off of him, ordered the kid's blonde hair dyed black, and cast him as Damien. Damn. He said, that kid ne- wrecked my balls. <laughs> Let's give him a roll. That's how uh, I get all my all my rolls. Yeah, he cracked my balls. He's going to crack the ceiling of the box office. <laughs> the things they did in the 70s, between firing guns, letting people just openly attack right. during auditions, like, w- were there no rules? What the fuck? There nah, were What the fuck? No one, no one cared. No one cared. They're they still said- smoking inside. Yeah, that's way crazier They're than firing a gun or attacking a director. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to try to get a part like that next time. Hell yeah. You just got to kick them in the nuts. Kellogg's cereal brand have commercial. You... <laughs> I'm kicking someone in the nuts. Have Skittles. you tried being a serial killer? Because they get cast. <gasps> Kellogg's <They> cereal <laughs> killers? <gasps> it's all connected, it's all connected. by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one's close to my heart. The taxi driver who takes Thorin around Italy was the son of a mafioso in real life and was very keen to get into the movies. Okay, so he really wanted to be in this movie. In one scene, he can quite clearly be sporting a large bandage on his thumb. This was because Gregory Peck had accidentally slammed the car door on his hand, <gasps> nearly taking off his finger. Just like you. Just like me. Just like you. Once again, someone else without a thumb being more successful than I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe if Gregory Peck had destroyed your thumb. Maybe if you, you had know. decided to join the mafia. I know, if Gregory Peck would have, but instead Gregory Tongue did. Oh. oh. No, it wasn't a tongue. A lot of what a, ifs. A lot of maybes. Door. What ifs. Wow, wow, maybes. wow, wow, wow. Damn. All right, well, I have one more. Oh, Fun fact. Do it. To make the baboons attack the car in the Windsor Zoo park scene, remember? Yeah. yeah. An official from the zoo was in the backseat of the car with a baby baboon, but the baboons had no response at all. They then took the head of the baboons and put him in the car, and the baboons outside went crazy. <gasps> Lee Remnick's terror as the baboons attacked the car was real. Holy because they had the king of the baboons in the back of the car. Okay, and those not baboons. the head. Oh, like yeah. Head. When you said the head of the baboon, I they thought cut you off meant the they decapitated a baboon. No, 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 The king baboon. The king baboon. Yeah, the king just thought he was going for a ride, and all the other ones thought he was going for a baboon death. Dive. That's kind of terrifying as an actor because you've you've got a live baboon in your car while a bunch of other baboons are, are attacking, attacking your from car. the outside. Yeah, unless the baboon inside is heavily sedated, they had, he had to be right. I guess I would hope so. How are they going to stop him from freaking? Have you seen out? a baboon's teeth? They're they're freaking huge. I they're saw like it in the movie inches. in yeah. the Omen. It's it's terrifying. It's terrifying. A lot of also like giraffes. How do they get the giraffes to run away? There's a lot of animal acting in this movie. Yeah. They probably just they shot a gun. They shot a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, classic shot a 70s. gun. Classic seventies set. <laughs> if you need something done, shoot a gun. You know what? I do want to say that both of these movies have a lot of fun facts, and it was really hard to whittle them down to just three. Yeah. So as this episode goes on, I feel like the three of us should just yeah, we'll sprinkle, sprinkle, in sprinkle some, them in. Some sneaky fun facts. Sneaky fun facts. Sneaky fun facts. Ooh, well, that man. was fun. I, I think know. let's uh, change things up and let's. Let's do a little segment, shall we? Ooh. A little game. You guys want to play a game? You want to play hardball? You want to play a game? <laughs> That's me mixing up the Jim Carrey episode. Oh, wow. Look at that. You want to play hardball? And I already referenced uh, Encanto earlier, so we're just kind of like bringing yeah. all these movies together here. What is this, yeah. the finale episode? Not what yet. is this, the Great American Melting Pot? <laughs> 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 well, let's switch things up. Let's share some 
religious stories. I want to hear Ooh. some maybe fucked up things that you've dealt with with the church or Ooh. going to church or maybe it doesn't have to be fucked up. Maybe it's funny. Just something wacky, crazy. What's going on? What's yeah. going on? What, what are we calling this? Well, let's call them church fables. Ooh, church fables. Church fables. The church, church fables. Church fables. Okay, church, church I just want to say that um, it's still going. It's still going. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is the intro. Dominoes. Um, I want to say that if you are religious, work. <laughs> okay, get to work. Do you? Do <laughs> disclaimer. You. I love that for you. I am not, but I was raised religious, and so yeah, I grew same. up going to church camps. Mm. I grew up in a non-denominal church kind of situation, so it was never like scary. It was very much like rock concerts like kind of like the kids that you would see in high school who you'd think would be like the coolest kids like that was like going to church camp was cool huh. at my school interesting it was like a cool <laughs> thing <laughs> i know i'm like i don't see it i don't cool. see how it could possibly be i cool, know but. Awesome. Uh, sure. so <laughs> i'll say two things first of all a bunch of kids used to raise their hand and then start speaking in tongues during like oh my God. singing, <laughs> and they would start, you know, hubby gabble scabble scabble scooter 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 scooter. And I wanted to be part of that, so I made noises with my mouth, <laughs> and I Hell also yeah. started speaking in tongues. And I fully believed that I was speaking to Jesus, but I wasn't. I was making it up because everyone else was. That and now that I'm an adult, I realize that they probably were making it up too. Oh yeah. Like, no one was speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is one of the weirdest practices in modern day right. Christianity. If I'm tonguing, so I don't want to be speaking. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow, this um, is a gross, evil episode. <laughs> just like just like the exorcist. Literally. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing I want to say about church camp, it's where I learned about sex. Literally. Wow. All like of the things that I learned about Se heterosexual sex yeah. came from church camp because that's where all the horny boys go. I have a distinct memory of me standing with a uh, kid. I can't remember his name. We were looking in the mirror at ourselves, putting on cologne and styling our hair so that we could go out on our free time at church camp and go hit on girls. Wow. Damn. By the water slide. That's where all the That's hot tails are. always by that water slide. <laughs> That's where the juices start flowing, you were, if you know you what were I probably mean. probably asking yourself, who would Jesus do, God. right? Right. I was asking myself, why won't Jesus do me? Yeah, why won't Jesus do me? <laughs> why won't Jesus come in my face? Get a bracelet okay. of that. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I said it. <laughs> I don't want Jesus to come. It'd be dusty. Oh, you know, this is these are foul uh, in your face movies. So there's nothing wrong with us getting foul and in your face. Yeah, right. what we're saying right. Yeah, come, jizz, blood. Jesus, yeah, come all over his face. Um, I that's the end of my my tale. But I do want to say that church camp was fun. I did have fun. I don't that's... know if I learned about Jesus. I did learn about pussy. Hell yeah! Wow. Did it change you for the better? Like, do you feel like you're a better Christian because you went to this? It camp? did change me, but in the way that I am now uh, gay. Yeah, yeah. You learned so much about pussy. You were like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I good. learned so much about pussy. That I was like, I'm, I'm good. He said, I don't need to see another water slide for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'd rather stay in this bathroom with you, <laughs> Kyle. I don't remember his name. Kevin Kyle. Kevin Kyle. <laughs> Kevin Kyle. <laughs> Kevin Kyle. Two Chandler. first names. You can't go wrong with that. Right. Well, how about you, Tyler? You uh, got any yeah, so mine's uh, a little bit more innocent. <laughs> um, He's not I, that don't give me innocent. that look. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so I actually did grow up Catholic. Uh, my You're dad. Like, so I actually did speak in tongues. I actually <laughs> did speak in tongues, and I'm offended. That's real. Um, 
I grew up Catholic. My dad uh, went to Catholic school. He was very, he was raised very strict Catholic, um, and therefore I was too. Um, when I hit about 11 was when I started, you know, really being like, I don't want to do this. Like, first of all, those that aren't Catholic don't know what it's like to go to a Catholic church and just sit there. And it's a lot of standing and sitting and kneeling mm. and standing and sitting. It's and haunted kneeling. for sure. It's, and it's so boring. Mm-hmm. I'm it's, bored right now. Oh my God. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, it's just, it's a really boring mass. And uh, I went to church one, one day with my mom and, and I, I was sitting there and I went to go kneel and I fell asleep (gasps) and everyone started to stand up and I was still asleep. And that's where your narcolepsy started. (laughs) That's where it started (laughs) that that day. Um, And my mom like pulled me out of the pew and she grabbed me and we went out to the, to the front of the church and, and I thought she was going to like scream at me and yell at me like, how dare you do this in front of Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. And I don't know why she sounds like Reagan. But, right. <laughs> um, and she, she pulls me aside and she goes, do you want to be here? Oh, wow. And I went, no, I, I really don't. I, I don't like this. This isn't fun for me. I don't enjoy this and I don't really believe in this. And she said, okay, we don't have to go back. Aw, <laughs> that's really good. It's precious. Yeah. I feel like it's a, it's an experience that not a lot of people, who are raised religious? Oh, get especially to have. like Catholicism. It's like that's disrespectful. And... Yeah, yeah. You usually don't have a choice. Right? Yeah, that's it, good for your mom. It was. Yeah, it was a moment. I know. That What's I... your mom's number? <laughs> Four. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a really low number. I'm telling you. Sorry, mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was an experience that I, I'm grateful for. Um, just having you know that. It, yeah, my, my mom being like, Catholic you don't have to go here. Churches are scary. I went to a funeral at a Catholic church once, and I was ha- it was haunted. Did oh you God. feel like you needed to uh, f- have forgiveness? No, I felt you? like I needed to, someone to pray for me because they was scary as fuck. Ca- Catholic religion, man, it's all about like smoke. How, well, that, that smoky thing they walk down the, the aisle. Smoky in? thing, yeah. I am so thankful I was not raised. For it that. makes I know, you. They yeah. always make you feel like shit. They yeah. make you be like, yeah. oh, you need to ask for forgiveness for every single thing we were raised kind of in a you know you were tyler you were very raised very catholic religious i was raised non-denominational so it's pretty loose and you had none i had none which will actually bring me to my story so i was not raised religious at all so i don't have many brushes with christianity but there is one i uh i had a good friend when i was in fifth or sixth grade his name was tj and he invited me to go to summer camp with him one year. Turns out that summer camp was one of those Christian camps, like the one you went to. Oh, that's fun, right? And I mean, I was very <laughs> blindsided by it. I Did you go to the wa- water slide? Th- th- we didn't have a water slide. Oh, it was not stupid. Dumb camp. Dumb camp. Not nearly as good. <laughs> but I was totally surprised because I just expected a regular summer camp. I show up. There's prayer circles everywhere. Hell there's yeah. Crucifixes everywhere. Jesus. All the shit. Mm. I was already a, a staunch non-believer. I'm like, this staunch. is ridiculous. <laughs> mm. So I tried to basically sabotage every little moment <gasps> as like, like, you know, at the end we would have prayer circle, right? Damiano. Right? I was a little Damien. Yeah. I'm a little evil boy. Like a Loki. So, yeah. Uh, the mask. The God ma- of mischief. <laughs> Whoa. Right. Uh, 
we would have prayer circle, and you're supposed to close your eyes, hold hands. I would always open my eyes and look around because that felt naughty and wrong. And then at the end, <laughs> you, everyone's supposed to say amen, and I would say mazel tov because I wanted to throw some Judaism in there. Oh, my God. Which, you know, isn't that bad. But then, you know, anytime, like, we would say a prayer or you know, confess something, I would always, like, cross my fingers <gasps> behind my back. Or you just, like, dog, you. I just, I wanted to make it clear that I was not in on this shit and that this shit is dumb. I'm also, yeah. like... A little piece of shit, like ten year old. So I'm just really. Did you take a dump on a crucifix? No, I didn't go that far. Damn, Greg. I should have though. Yeah. In hindsight, that would have been the right <laughs> mature move to make. For that sure. would have been the ending joke. Right. Yeah, I was just basically trying to squeeze in as much Judaism slash atheism slash hedonism into yeah. this church camp as I could. Yeah. Eden. Like the good Hedonistic. old days back in And the... honestly, I don't think I did a very good job because I don't think anyone noticed any of this shit But you but noticed, me. and that's all that matters. Yeah, I think I was just making myself laugh. <laughs> and right. no one, and we're just like, this kid's kind of weird. People were like, you're possessed. We you need like to start yeah. making... You spilled salts in the dining hall, and you were like, I'm not going to throw it over my shoulder. <laughs> your, your mother so sucks that smell. <laughs> I stepped on a crack. I'm breaking my mother's back. <laughs> yeah, really like sinister shit for a 10-year-old that yeah. in hindsight is just not even that. Yeah. yeah, you didn't burn anything. Like, Mazel Tov just means good luck or like congratulations. Yeah. As opposed to Amen, which is just like truth. I'm surprised you didn't just get a thank you back. Yeah, if right? you really wanted to make a mark, you would have drawn a drone. You would have drawn a dick on any yeah. statue of Jesus. Yeah. Or you would have, you know, right. done something Because at worse. the end of the day, Judaism and Christianity are like cousins anyway. They're Greg, like I have to say, I'm disappointed in the things that you didn't do. Aww. Yeah. At least you're not mad. You're just disappointed. Disappointed like that it wasn't further. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about these movies, shall All we? Right. Now that we've talked about ourselves enough, let's, let's get into these. The Exorcist. Exorcist and The Omen. Let's start start with The Exorcist. Yeah, what are we thinking? I mean, pretty the spooky, The Exorcist right? started off so slow. It did. It's a very slow beginning in, in, in uh, not Iran. Iraq. 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 The Iraq. one that we've invaded twice. Right. Right. Um, and of course, that's where they made the devils. Right. You know, I, d- I did think from. about that. Well, I'm like, is this anti-Iraqi? What's well, going on? No. Here? To be fair, Iraq is or Iraq. Sorry, is um, a very old part of the world. Hey, don't say that. They're yeah. They're it's aged gracefully. Sophisticated. <laughs> sophisticated. And um, it, you know, it makes sense that, that something like that, the artifacts would be in that area. Right. And that's right. an artifact. Not an art of fiction. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it is odd to see Iraq before we invaded it ever, before it was occupied by America twice. Right? It, it is um, kind of wild to it, see. The The United States actually didn't have any diplomacy in uh, Iraq at that time, so the entire crew had to be British because huh. the, the United States crew were not allowed to be in that country. Oh, it's a lot of tea and crumpets at Crafty. Hell yeah. I personally feel like <laughs> all of those scenes could be cut. Like, yes. Like, so much if, of the first third. I love The Exorcist. I want to just get that yeah, out same. there. I think yeah. it's terrifying and creepy and just amazing. But the first third has a lot of unnecessary right. shit. They, if this movie was made today, th- all of that would take place on a TV behind someone in a public space where they're showing like the news, and yeah. it'd be like a uh, local priest finds remains of demon something, and then yeah. it would, like. Get it, that exposition out quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you guys. I, I think that it's a necessary uh, thing to have Father Marin kind of go on his journey to find Pazuzu, which is the demon that possesses Reagan. I think that we need to see that in For order to- For 20 minutes, though? I don't know. And then you watch the dogs fight. It's like, okay. I don't know if we need to see all of it, but we definitely need to have- He, saw, he found this 
pieces of the statue. Then he gets all spooked for fucking I think, 30 minutes. I think f- when he finds the statue, that's where it probably should have cut. Yeah. What, what happens after? Does it not cut? Oh, there? is that where it ends? I yeah, think that's see? where the Iraq scene ends. We should have gotten to that spot. But just like all then. these like yeah. two minute tracking shots of him leaving town and, and he's like, eating yeah, grunge or something. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. they just show him like dilly dallying throughout Iraq. And it like, really set the movie up for me to be like, I, I, I've seen The Exorcist maybe a long time ago on yeah. TBS or something when they very said, funny, you know, <laughs> very funny, like, yeah, <laughs> very funny. When they say your mother so socks that smell, that's the <laughs> version I saw. Yeah, maybe. Um, so when I first saw this, the opening of this movie, I was like, damn it. It's going to be a long yeah. day. I was surprised because I know that The Exorcist is considered one of the scariest movies of all time, if mm-hmm. not the scariest. So that first third, a lot of it, I'm like, nothing scary has happened. Right. What's, what's going on So we here? needed the, but, the exposition about Marin and about Damiano. Damian. We needed him to like Dimi. figure out or you know, show his relationship to his mother. To his mother and that which, pays off. More, that more pays than off. a yeah. I think. I Me think too. subliminally, I though, the the Father Marin stuff in the beginning pays off in the end because you, you now know that he is a figure that knows a lot about what's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, then, I don't know. I disagree because there's we don't know how the statue got into the house. Like, they spent all that time. The medallion thing yeah. that he finds. Yeah, it's weird. He, I don't know if that's, is that connected? It well, seems to be because it shows up in the house later. He finds this medallion that seems to be haunted. He finds it in Iraq. And then later on in the movie, the mom finds that medallion in her house. How did it get into the house? I don't I, know. I don't know if it's, I don't remember seeing the medallion in the house. Yeah, I, I is it the I one at the end wrong. that came off of the priest's neck? Where that she was said, given to I found to him. this in the house, and then she gave it back hmm. to him at the yeah, end. Yeah, I, maybe I need to rewatch again. No, that know. was. I feel like she found it. That was actually a saint that the at the end yeah. she takes it off of him so she can go into Damien's body. It's yes. actually protecting him from the demon. Right. Um, I don't think the medallion's in the house. I think the the demon just ends up in Reagan. And someone who is super knowledgeable about this specific demon, Pazuzu, is Father Marin, and we need to see that beginning. I agree. See, it's like all that set up, and they couldn't make a reason that the demon chose this specific person. They say something about, like, she's—it always affects the most innocent. So it, it's very vague at, at that point. The movie kicks off when they're playing the Ouija board in the Yeah, that's when it yeah. truly starts. Yeah. That is when shit gets and real. And then we get to the possession, which let's just it's talk about that. the exciting part. The possession is amazing. It's the part that is the most iconic. Mm-hmm. It's the reason I thought I had seen The Exorcist, because I've seen... You've seen the clips. Edited I've basically seen the best versions, or, or the best moments from right. yeah. The Exorcist. I've seen the The iconic, greatest hits. Yeah, and I've seen it parodied <laughs> in Scary Movie, and it's like... She's yeah. good. It's so, <laughs> she is good. It's so in the zeitgeist that I thought I had seen The Exorcist, and right. then upon seeing the first third of it, I was like, oh, I really don't... I have not seen this movie, just the famous parts. The and, good parts. And I will say, for those of you listening, I, I recommend going to see... Or, or renting uh, the version you've never seen, which is the director's cut, because there's a lot more of the possession. I'm gonna that watch happens. it because you know what? This is my favorite movie that I've ever <gasps> seen. Whoa! What? It's not really, but it's so good. Like I wasn't expecting to like it so much. I'm obsessed that sh- this little girl was Dude. fucking herself with a crucifix, insane, and then shoves her mom's face in her fucking cha-cha. That's, it's that shocking. is the f- that's insane now. That is right. the most unbelievable shit I've ever like the fact that they had to talk through that I know what it's like to work on a production yeah they had to talk about that a lot and apparently in the book it's 
much worse. Yeah, she like severs her, ge- she cuts her genitals and, and orgasms. And orgasms. Ooh. Which is so Is that the director's up. cut? No, no. Like doesn't. you were saying, even today where we're more desensitized, it is truly shocking and vile shit that is happening on screen. Can it's you imagine wild. being an audience member in the 70s, never knowing anything about The Exorcist, just kind of going in to see this movie? I. That's why people, they were like puking and fainting. Right? People, yeah. there was a woman apparently that this is a sneaky fun fact that fell in, uh, on opening um, weekend, broke their jaw on the front seat because they fainted and then they sued Warner Brothers and they <gasps> oh, closed shit. outside of court for an undisclosed amount. Whoa. Because they sued Warner Brothers for having violent, disturbing images that they did not say that. Uh, they didn't prepare for. They didn't prepare for. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah. I guess I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like if you make a scary movie, that's and oh you're, I don't you know, know how like, you feel about it. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like someone f- uh, the McDonald's the McDonald's spilled cup. fucking right. hot coffee and then yeah. sue them for it being hot. It's right. like you're a dumb fucking. You no, know it's hot. It's just it's coffee. Yeah, right. the fact that they even settled and, and that person got money. It's off because of that America is super me. litigious and we need yeah. to cut that shit out. But it. But it won't stop. It won't. But that's a, another Cap- podcast. Capitalism. Follow me on my capitalism podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Reagan possession is just so amazing. Every every like ah oh, God, I was just, I was rooting for the demon. I don't but, know why. It was because it was the. Most I was fun. rooting for the demon too. I want the demon's voice to be my uh, Siri. <laughs> I want to figure out a way for my Google Maps to tell me directions. Be like, turn left, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck Let you. Me. You missed your exit, bitch. <laughs> I think it was just the, the sort Make of like, no nonsense fun that the demon's having. It was like the movie got more kind of, you know, got more evil, but also got like more fun in that right. moment, you know? Which is, it's an interesting reaction, I think, because I don't think that that's how the original audiences took it. Well, I was not re- raised religious. I, all of it is so true. You're right. Sp- like, I don't buy into any of the, you know, I'm gonna, lore I'm, of it. I'm going to so. bring up my dad one more time, someone who went to a Catholic school and was raised super strict Catholic. This movie scared the absolute shit out of him. Oh, I'm sure. And the possession scenes were actually some of the scariest fucking shit that he's ever seen in his life. Yeah. yeah. So, well, you know why that happens is because, you know, religion uses fear as a tactic oh, to-, to keep people religious. And Catholic is the worst and offender. And Catholic's the worst offender yeah. of that. And so when someone shows a blasphemous thing, it just is haunting because then you feel like you're responsible yeah. and you're going to hell for the thing that you're watching. That you shouldn't be seeing then this. Then you shouldn't be seeing that. But I need to go to go to confess right. my sins. Yeah, I mean, even though I am not religious and I was having fun when the demon yeah. is possessed and everything, there's still such shocking images and things that happen that you know, like masturbating with the crucifix violently in front of your mom, in front of your mom, yeah. and then shoving, shoving your mom's face, face in, in there. I'm like, that is like that's shocking my Catholic sensibility, of which I have none. That's and gay, right? That's and crazy. That- <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking most <laughs> awesome thing I've ever seen. And then, like, uh, when the two priests are in there, she's uh, she's making like licking yeah. faces yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. Damien. Like, I just licked fu- the mic doing that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, the, the the demon wants Damien the whole time. Oh hell yeah, yeah. And, and Damien is the priest from Exorcist. Just to clarify, yes. because there is Karis. We'll call him Karis in the Omen. We'll call mm-hmm. him Karis, not Damien. Karis, Karis yeah. the priest. Father Karis. Uh, father, father priest. Father priest. Um, <laughs> I just love that uh, she's such a dirty bitch. I know. Mercedes, uh, what was her name? Mercedes McCambridge. She was the voice of, yeah. of the demon. And she's yeah. fantastic. She drank a bunch and smoked a bunch of cigarettes, insisted on it wow. to get that um, 
vocal fry. The gravelly. Yeah, she was a method actor who was kind of insane. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Well, let's let's move on and talk about The Omen while okay. we still have time. Okay. Uh, what are we thinking compared to The Exorcist? Omen. More bombastic. Yeah. More like over the top. Uh, faster paced. It has a different style of acting. More, uh, I don't know what you call like, that. Like stylized. Fi- 50s. Broad. It was just it felt very fifties. Like you have Gregory Peck in the lead role. Um, if the music's very like intense, it's very like I the snozzberries love... taste like snozzberries. <laughs> like everyone's talking like this. The yeah. music. This is... is not my song. Yeah. Amazing music, honestly. Like the and music is its own character. It it is. It really elevates. Like I, I kept thinking of like, what would the scene be like if there wasn't any music happening in the background? I'd be like, oh, actually, kind of boring. Right. Like thinking about like him cutting his son's hair to reveal the six 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 birthmark. Yeah. It's actually like a pretty mundane. He's just kind of cutting his son's hair and looking and like. Yeah. Without the music, it's way less oh, terrifying. Totally. I hated how it was such an obvious switch to a wig. Yeah, like yeah, it was like oh, this is fake. They now. Have, it was. It's I get it. It's a it's little the 70s, boy, but still, yeah. They should just cut his hair. I do. The show. I do find it interesting that in The Exorcist, most of the deaths happen off screen between the the uh, the director. We never see him die. We never see Father Marin die. Huh. Um, we do see Damien, but he's not dead mm-hmm. at the very end, which is very sad. He's with his fingers moving. Um, but with the Omen. You're front and center for yeah. all of these deaths. I fully gasped and clutched my pearls when the nanny in the beginning. It's does all what for she you, does. Damien. It's all for that you. That was so creepy. So I, I loved it. I mean, the dog just like is looking at her like it's time for you to. They put the flare lens on the camera, so they all had the little like flare in their eyes. And then at the end of the movie, where they put the flare in Gregory Peck's eyes because they know that he's about to go kill his son, and that was like the thing. When they were about to die, you see that in their eye. That what a sad moment. I know. Just like the, know. please, daddy, no, and then just like he well, doesn't. Gregory Peck's son committed suicide four <gasps> weeks before shooting. Of that this movie makes started. it ten times sadder. Oh my like, god! Pat, can you imagine? No, and, I honestly can't. That's why would he choose this? He should have turned down the the role. Like, I think I, he wanted to play a father that was fighting for his son. That's picking yeah. wounds. That's unhealthy. Like wow. I well, mean, I guess it works for the movie, but he lived a long life. I I will yeah. say, as as a father of a of a two year old right now, seeing that that scene at the end is is disturbing, where he's about to kill Damien. But the more disturbing scene is in the graveyard when he flips open the the grave, and there's just like this skeleton of a newborn baby with its head bashed in. Right. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, that's fucking terrible. Right. Wild. Just like the thought of like someone taking your baby, killing it and replacing it with this other baby. And that's where we find out that, insane... that the baby was actually murdered, right? Because at the beginning, yeah. the priests just say that he died. He died. There's a stillbirth. But those are evil satanic priests who yeah. actually murdered the child. Yeah. Know... So that priest that offers the child up to him yeah. knew what was going on the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a little devil guy. He gets burned. <laughs> little and devil they, guy. A little devil. He's a little (laughs) devil guy. And the mother is a jackal. Yeah, I didn't fully get that upon watching it until I. This was the first I've seen this movie probably ten times. This was the first time that I really caught that like the mother is actually a jackal. The mother to Damien. To Damien. Yeah. So Damien is born out of this evil dog jackal. Yeah. Because when they lift the grave, it's it's like this weird dog skeleton, and you're like, what? Why is there? Yeah, these movies are very rewatchable, in my opinion. Like, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of movies, horror movies especially, that I see, I don't really have any 
desire to watch yep. them again. Yeah. Both of you guys are not horror guys yeah. Yeah, but at all. We, I loved both of these movies. I did too. Even though I was bored in the first third of The Exorcist, understanding a lot of that still pays off with Father Karras' mother and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, some, that a lot of it is necessary. Some of it isn't necessary. And then the final punch of The Exorcist is just the most insane shit I've ever seen on film. That last act of The Exorcist is some of the best cinema I've ever seen. Yeah. Just like the pacing, the the way that things are shot, mm-hmm. the acting, and incredible. the omen is it just hits the ground running in a way. Like the the scariness comes at the very beginning; it just keeps going throughout the whole movie. And it and owes it. You're right; it owes a lot of that to that score. I yeah. think. Oh yeah. Without that score, the omen would be Sun pretty Deuce. boring. Yeah, Deuce. I agree. Uh, they're they're yeah. Keep going. Actually, <laughs> keep, why no, do I want? Why just, this I'm is the rest of the podcast. I'm scoring your your point right now. <laughs> I know. So. I don't know if I had one. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm distracted because it was. Yeah, I mean. I, Without that music, I think the omen. I would have not liked it. The honestly. deaths are really cool. The, in the deaths omen. are awesome. Yeah. I felt- hate child actors. And Damien, I know he's just literally a kid, but like he's not good. He's not he's great. Not a good actor. He's not great, but he is like he sufficiently does- creepy looking. Yeah, yeah, but if you dyed any young kid's hair black, they I don't know creepy. some of the faces he makes. Like it's it's he's a got little piercing awkward. eyes. He's Apparently, the director eyes. for that last smile yelled was yelling at him. Don't you smile, Damien, or whatever his name is. Don't yeah. you smile. I dare you. If you smile, don't you smile. And that's oh. why he. And that's why he. That's amazing. And it's good. Like I don't know. It's, yeah. They they are able to coax enough creepiness out of him that it works. Yeah. I was able to like get over the fact that you know this kid's not. You know the strong. He's not Haley Joel Osment. He's not the way w- child actors are today. Right. And yeah. even though Gregory Peck is like acting like he's in Back to Kill a Mockingbird, like, right? Very like Back oh, to Kill a Mockingbird, the sequel. Yeah. Back to Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> going to back Just to when you thought him. the bird was dead, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back again. <laughs> um, he, you know, I still believed him as as like his emotions. Yeah. Like when he when he found out his wife was dead, I really believed that that he was distraught and upset when he found out on the phone. He's like, Tom. Yeah. It's wild. That form of acting feels like it doesn't feel wrong, but it's, it also, another time. it's like, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And especially yeah. to watch those next to each other. It was like uh, just a very big difference. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yeah, I, well, we gotta we gotta make a decision here. We could t- we could talk about these movies all I know, day I long. I feel like we could go could. another I hour. I want to keep talking um, about fun facts but, of these uh, movies because they're so good. What are we thinking here? I mean, <sighs> I'm gonna come out and say it first. I like The Exorcist more than The Omen. Mm-hmm. I, even though uh, I enjoyed the first third of The Omen more than the first third of The Exorcist. Overall, you just can't beat The Exorcist. I think it's the scariest movie of all time. Not a lot of things actually chill me to my core, but that one did. I agree. Sure. Yeah, I I'm mean, not really spooked that easily. Off. Also, it's it's interesting because the extra just came out before the Omen. Um, maybe it has to do with the style of acting. Maybe maybe I believe the Exorcist more, and it's yeah. more visceral. It's more intense. I well, think probably. Yeah. Um, it's more grounded and real. It's more grounded and, and also real. the yeah. main character who you're supposed to be scared of is actually a good actor. Yeah, yeah. So I. I agree. I think I think The Exorcist is a better movie than The Omen, but The Omen is still entertaining. I loved The Omen. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Yeah, same. Well, guys, I don't thinking? know if this is an omen, but I'm choosing The Exorcist as well. It's Ooh. unanimous. It's unanimous. And honestly, it's because she fucked herself with a crucifix That's the in only front thing? of her mom. Yeah. That's why. 
That's the best thing I've ever seen. I, yeah. I'm done. It's insane. I can be put into sleeping forever now. <laughs> oh, man. I wish there was a part two But honestly, The Omen was good, and I'll watch it again, and I'm glad to have a new uh, movie in my little scary yeah. databank. Your repertoire. My repertoire. Yeah, I enjoyed both of these movies more than I think any other horror movies we've done on this yeah. podcast so yeah. far. I'm so. glad to hear that. There's something. There you go. Horror, I'm so happy. Horror guy. We got it. I'm a horror guy. Horror? Horror? I'm a whore guy. Dirty whore so guy. So good for The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, so The Exorcist moves on into the bracket. Okay. Um, All right. At Cinema Smackdown Pod, we're just three guys talking about movies that we've seen. We're obsessed, not possessed. So don't be scared. Follow us on social media and let go and let God. Hey, listeners, look at us. It's all for you. <laughs> Stay looped in by following Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Cinema Smackdown Pod and follow us into the dark. The power of Christ compels you to get involved. And we encourage it. We don't want your soul, just your support. At Cinema Smackdown Pod. Well, guys, next time we're going to switch it up. We're always switching it up. <laughs> That's too fun. Yeah, we're going to do something fun. We're going to do something uh, a little campy, a little, a little goofy, a little... Uh, bringing it on <gasps> what do we we're bring it on yeah man we're gonna bring it bring so it on bring it on verse... versus sugar and spice baby cheerleader Ooh, movie i can't Spice. wait everything nice i to... love it cheer squad unite let's do it i yeah, can't hell wait. yeah is that something they say cheer squad unite mm, they do now <laughs> no clearly i am they don't know nothing about the world of cheer <laughs> We'll find out next time. I'm Tyler. I'm Michael. And I'm Gregory Fink. Bye. 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 Bye.